Chronicles, a Jujutsu Kaisen podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. My name's Chad. And today we are here to cover Season 2, Episode 6, Episode 30. It's like that. It's just like that. It's just like that. It's not, it's just like that, it's like that. Uh, welcome back. What a little minor layover we had on this show. Right, it was, uh, I guess, after the flashback, they're like, you know what? We're going to take some time off. We're going to give them a couple weeks. I think they also saw, they were like, well, Ronnie Coleman of the uh, of Ronnie and Chad, he's going on vacation, so we're going to mess up their schedule if we keep releasing episodes. So let's just dial it back a little bit. I know. How boring would the episodes have been if it was just me talking? It would have been excru- excruciatingly boring, I'd like to think. I'd like to think I'd bring a little something to the pod. Um, what else do I want to say? Oh, oh. oh, I didn't like how... I guess they Dude, re-released I saw... some episodes in Japan to everyone, and like we had to do our own homework here in the U.S. Yeah. What else is weird is that I saw this. Uh, the title of this episode was different when I originally watched it to uh, rewatching it. It wasn't like this. It said Shibuya or Shibuyu. How Shib- do you say that? Good Fuck lord! Me. I hope it's Shibuya because I like that name. Shibuya. I it like is not Shibuya. Shibuya. It is not. Come on, look at it, be Shibuya. It sounds cool, but I guarantee you it's not Shibuya. I'm saying it's Shibuya. Anyways, until it said corrects us. it said Shibuya incident the first time I watched it, and then I rewatched it to you know, obviously take the notes for this, and it said something different. I was like, wow, that was well. It weird. still says the Shibuya incident. I think that's the arc. We're on the Shibuya okay. incident arc. Maybe that's what I, which is I why I think it confused you because that's what um, that's what kind of confused us on mm-hmm. the last thing. Is I thought it was two different title episodes. It was saying the arc was something. Okay. So three weeks ago, I ended up getting COVID or the flu, and I actually rewatched season one and the film again. Nice. And the film. Wow. And the film. I must say. Wait, wait, wait. How much of season one did you rewatch? All of it. You rewatched all of season one? And the film. Everyone, let's give a round of applause for this dedicated podcaster across the table from me. I will say it was so needed. And it made me so excited. I don't know what it was. I guess it's been so long since I've watched season one. But rewatching it and having the context of the flashback in season two plus the film, it made everything made sense to me. And the one thing I have to say about Ghetto, we see him in this episode right here. He's got a giant scar on his forehead. I don't know why I just missed that the entire season one. Uh, the entire time in season one and the flashback, he obviously does not have that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have anything else said. So something happened because in the film, we see Gojo at the end of the film. Ghetto is literally missing an arm and almost like dead. He's practically dead. There's no way Gojo let him live. So I think some weird shenanigan type bullshit happened to where Ghetto had some like surgery done on his head or something and is now alive again. Hmm. So look out for some shenanigans, is yes. what you're saying. Well, I'm saying it doesn't make sense. I, don't, I know you didn't rewatch the film and stuff, but if you do, you will see that he was basically dead. No and don't way. call me. Don't try and uh, point at me and call me a bad podcaster. I'm not. I had delayed the film watching, so I watched it like the week before we came back. Right. So it's still fresh in my mind. I still see him. The, no, I mean, the only reason I rewatched everything and I had the time to do it is because I was sick. Right. And My I, immune system is too strong. Right. I always stay moving, so I don't get those little those little party weeks where I get to rewatch things. I basically rewatched everything in two days, but yes, that is the one thing I'm super intrigued by. Uh, 
I mean, out of everything is definitely that. Well, we got a preamble there, and I'm just going to warn everyone, this feels like one of those where it could be a long episode because I loved it. I feel like I took so many notes. The first half of the episode is what I assume, I've never watched one myself, I'll be honest, is like a slice of life anime. Yes. We needed this bad because it's just too much chaos has been happening. We need them to just be high schoolers. And it might be just because I know these characters, I've missed these characters, but I loved it. So I don't know if I'm a slice of go. life kind of guy, but I was just taking so many notes on just the the dramas going down in their day-to-day lives. So you didn't like the second half? Thing? And I really liked the second okay. part. I enjoyed both parts. So I was taking notes like a madman. I agree. I thought this episode was super good. I do it in, You know what I wish? I wish I need to start doing my notes on a Word document so I know how many pages worth of notes I have. Right now I'm doing them in the Notes app on the on the Mac, and it's just one long page. I'd like to know how many... How many pages I'm getting through? Just count the words real quick before we start. All right. One, two, three, four. <laughs> no, let's hop in. You got anything else? I think that's about it. One quick plug because we are hardworking podcasters. If you like what we're doing, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad, where we do Vinland Saga coverage. All right. We're still, we're in like five episodes in to the first season. We're going to cover season one and season two. And we do a show called Learn a Little Something where we just, you know, joke, gab, have a good time. Check it out. All right. The squad. It's back together. We're back in the present. Two out of three of them are staring at their phones. Ooh, it's just like modern times. Megumi, Megumi, oh God. Megumi being the only exception. Now, Yuji, he wants to see a movie. Nobara wants to go shopping. And my boy Fushi, he just wants to go to sleep. So he leaves. Amen, brother. Right. And, uh, you know, typical woman, she wants to go shopping, probably buy some earrings, have, you know, Yuji come along and then make him buy her something as well. Well, it's interesting. How does she have money, do you think? Shopping requires money. Unless, I mean, some of these people, they'll just go browse. I'm not a browser. Yeah, you are right about that. Women like to browse, even if they're not going to buy anything. And then they try to like guilt trip whoever goes with them yeah. into buying something for They'll them. They'll go look at the same thing three times and never walk out with it. That I mean, who does that? All I do, if I go to you a store food and I right? walk out without getting something, I feel like I failed and I just wasted my time. See, I do that at the grocery store. I'll just look at all the ice cream options. Even if I'm like, ah, oh, I need to slow down on it, I just like looking at them. Yeah, I mean, those are, but see, that's a choice. You're, you still get ice cream. Sometimes I don't, though. I'm like, okay. I know if you're, what your diet has consisted of lately. It's consisted of a lot of ice cream. I don't believe you. Human earthworm. Oh, God. Human earthworm 4 has hit the theaters. Right. We saw that human earthworm 3, I believe, is where our beloved Junpei first met Mojito in the film theater. I'm the kind of guy. See, that's a nugget that you pick up on when you rewatched it mm-hmm. a couple, the whole season, a whole a couple weeks ago. I'm the kind of guy who could never just jump into movie four. What? Well, because he tries to get uh, Nobara to do that. Uh, yeah, that's what he's. He's like, oh, the other three. He's like, I don't think it'll be a big deal that you haven't seen them. Just come, come watch them. Um, Somebody tried to do that with John Wick. I was like, I don't believe. I think you. 
I know the story's not the main focus of John Wick, but you kind of got to see the first three. That's what you said? Point. Yeah, there's people that do that. They're they're like, oh. I Honestly, I had Ford. you pegged for the kind of guy who would just go watch the third movie of something. No, I've seen all three. Well, all, the first three. I haven't seen the fourth. I mean, I would just feel uneasy if I just walked into Earthworm 4. I got to see the first three. So if I'm, you're taking me, let's do a three-movie marathon. Which, by the UG recaps, we didn't see a whole minute of just human earthworm <laughs> recaps and the human earthworm lore. I love how passionate he is about this. <laughs> I did not take any notes on it. The human, the animated human earthworm is pretty funny and gross. Like It's, it's like our Edward Scissorhands. Right. I would have figured that it was like a more horrifying thing, but it's actually just like sad and sickly <laughs> it is well it is kind of horrifying it really is kind of horrifying i mean horrifying but i hear the human earthworm i think of like some sort of i mean i guess it is some sort of disease but i i just he literally just looks like a worm like if i saw him i'd be like gross but i wouldn't be like oh. yeah yeah i'd just go step on it rip it apart but it definitely seems like in this, I don't even, what do you call four movies? I was going to say trilogy. It was until, it's like the Toy Stories. It, you had a good trilogy, and then they had to go and make the fourth one, which I'm sure was also Dude, great. I have not seen the fourth one. I, the third one is, explain the third again. So the third is when, the only thing I remember is when they were all in the inferno, like they were all getting ready to get yes, burnt. I've seen it. Um, but Cried. I can't remember. Yeah, it was so sad. So sad. And then in the end, that's when he, he gives gets, them all away, right? Gives them away to that uh, sweet girl yes. to play with them. Yeah, that was a great film. I, that was a perfect way to end Toy Story, and then they made the fourth, like you said. Haven't seen it, though. It might be good. I mean, I've heard know. it's great. I've heard it's great, but it still felt wrong, especially in the midst of all these remakes Disney's doing. Right. It's a little ridiculous. So when you see Toy Story 4, you expect some tomfoolery to be going down. And I think that's what happened to the human earthworm franchise. Why do I always want to put an N at the end of worm? I don't know. It's just something happening in my brain. The big twist at the end of the third one, though, is I think there were some worm babies. But the human earth, I think he got killed. Am I understanding that correctly? And now we got to deal with a bunch of babies? Yeah. And was it that woman? Did he impregnate that woman? I think so. I think we're supposed to gather that she gave birth to a bunch of wow. earthworm babies. Imagine having sex with that creature. But she also didn't seem like she knew what was going I don't know. It was very confusing. I have not seen the first three, so I can't comment too much on it. Yeah. Now, I do respect Yuji for being the type of guy who's not scared to go to a movie by himself. I respect that. I've done it Thank multiple you. times. See, I didn't know that you had done that trick before. I thought it was a trick that I uh, that was laid upon me that most of my friends did not know about because it is a, uh, what is it? It's a baller move. It really is a baller move. Have you move ever done it? Oh, I've done it multiple times. No way. Yes. Once again, Chad is full of surprises this episode. I thought you knew that. I did not take you for a guy who went to the, first of all, you don't seem like a guy who just sits through a film to begin with. Well, remember I told you one of the stories. Yeah, I do remember that one. That was, I mean, and that was hilarious. He went to the My Hero Academia movie by himself and was surrounded by a bunch of 14-year-old girls. Yes. yes. Have uh, you done it other than that? Yeah, multiple other times. All anime films? All anime, yeah. Okay. 
Very good. The Dragon Ball one, I went and saw. That was the latest one. It was last year. Uh, yeah, last summer, I think. Uh, and that one, there was only two other people in the film theater. Those are the best. Amazing one to go to. I had a lot of fun there. Yeah, I went through a phase. I don't know. There used to be this thing called Movie Pass. Oh, I remember that. It was like a hack in the system for like a few months where you paid like a ridiculously cheap amount for a subscription like $8, and then you could go see a movie every day if you wanted to. And around that time, I was like, okay, I'm going to be a film connoisseur. That's what I thought I was going to do. So I like went, I was keeping track of the ones that I went to see, and I must have went to like 12 movies by myself probably because I was going late at night where I would be like the only one in the theater. It was really a time. That's pretty cool. It was pretty great. How much food did you eat during those? I'm not a movie. Well, at the theater, not a lot. When I got out, whoever was open during those late hours was in trouble because Ronnie was coming. So we hear a voice off screen, and we cut, and it's a little talk where they're saying where they're saying special grade is a rank reserved for those sorcerers who are exceptional. And who is it? But old large lobes bull ring. Yeah. And this is how uh, season one ended. So I liked the callback to yes. here as well. We had a name for this guy. I don't really remember what it was. Do you? Gramps? I mean, it seems pretty lazy. So That's what Gojo calls him. I okay. love the, the banter that Gojo has with this guy. He just does not give a shit to make fun of this dude. The, the lobes are the most staggering part. Mm-hmm. Um, he also remember has... he pulled out the guitar and he's mm-hmm. he had eyes full of darkness as well still has them I'd kind of forgotten about this guy so it's good to see him again he's recapping the grades for us which always kind of confused me so listen up he then goes on to say the first grade is the true rank for the sorcerers who will lead other sorcerers and jujutsu society they must stand above comparison to semi-first grades, which in parentheses I then put, just call it second. Well, they can't because they're second grades. You move everything back one. You see, do not call anything semi-first grade because that is stupid. All right? Because if they're not full first grades, then let's just not oh. call them first grades. Okay, Ronnie, what about semi-pro? What do you think about that? That's a ter- I mean, such a stupid... Reference, you just wanted to talk about another movie that you saw. No, not a movie. I'm saying a semi-pro. What Do you think that's not a thing? No, it's not a sim. What is that? Semi-pro, that's what they call multiple things, semi-pro. What? They name, say Name three. You said multiple. They say you are semi-pro if you're in the G League of the NBA. That's no, semi-pro. No yes, one says that. Say. No one yes, says it. that. Guess what? You're in the G League. It's a league, but you are semi-professional. Because well, you're almost at the very top, but you're not. Yeah. Not, okay, well, we don't know. Wrong. <laughs> you can't just say wrong to things I say and just make them wrong. It's, what? I just did. No one calls them. No one says. Hey, Ronnie, right. 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 No. <laughs> Show me one person who goes around to people and says, yeah, I'm a semi-professional basketball player. No, they just say I play in the G League. And you know what? They're probably liars. They probably say I'm a professional basketball player. They probably are liars. I would just say I play overseas. Even if I played on seas. Yes. You say overseas. Right. Yep. You wouldn't say I play semi-professional right, basketball. Right, but, but that's what it's like technically called. I'm just saying, like, just because it's technically called that, 
they can technically call it in this, but if I hear anyone refer yeah. to someone else as a semi uh, first grade, I'm gonna be ma- I'm gonna cause some yeah. havoc. Yeah, that just makes me think of like somebody that like failed the first grade and had to go back to so their semi first grade. That's what I think of. It's just adding more words to things that could be so, shortened up. So the three that we know, our three main characters, yeah, they are technically semi first grade from this sentence that I'm getting. No. I thought that they are not, they have to prove themselves. Have they or have they not? That's where you're going to get even angrier, Chad. That's no. why it's such bullshit. I'm getting ready to tell you. And okay, then you explain can, it to me and then I'll I'm going we'll to. talk about it. I'm going to because it pisses me off, man. All right. Well, I don't even know where I... So, yeah. Semi-first grades must stand above comparison to semi-first grades in terms of peril, secrecy, and salary. That's the one that everyone cares about. Now, what's going on here is Toto and May May, but I call her just May May, or I just call her May. <laughs> Walked into that one. Are recommending the squad for first grades. Okay, wait. This is when I get excited because those who are recommended by two first grades yep. are then tested by a first grade to see if they are deemed fit to be promoted to semi-first grade. Okay, so that's where I got confused. I thought... Hey, no, no one could blame you, buddy. <laughs> no one could blame you except maybe yourself who thinks that semi-first grade is a good thing to call it. So that's where I got confused. I thought them getting this promotion means they're semi-first grade now... But no, they have to pass the test to get to semi-first grade. And then once they're semi-first grade, they then have to defeat a first-grade curse, correct? I don't know. I don't remember them talking about that part. that is the case. It is all too much, okay? That if yeah. Listen to the sentence I just said and tell me why they made it so complicated. Now listen, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. Fushi and Yuji should mm-hmm. be first grades. I don't know whether Nobara is technically first grade worthy or not. Whoa. They just seem to be a little bit above her in skill. Even watching the end of season one, she had to have help from Yuji. He had to carry Well, here's the thing, too. They also named, like, every. They said Panda. They said. uh, Maki. Maki. So there was a lot of people they named. Yeah, Maki. uh, To me, Maki should be. Okay. Uh, Panda, I guess so too. But I don't know. So while all that is being explained, ping pong paddles are being unsheathed. Yeah, this is intense. They're saying if they pass, they go on their own first grade missions to see if they can handle them. So I guess that's what... I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Toto is sure his brother will embrace the challenge. And this is where I got duped because I thought the challenge was going to be some good old-fashioned table tennis. But no, Toto is just explaining this to May while they get some practice in. This is really cool. How many chicks do you know that's just that'll just unsheathe their ping pong paddle and just play ping pong with you? I don't know too many of them. Uh, I would I've, love I've to played have a- some games with some girls who can pong. Really, I see my wife needs to be a ping pong player. I would love to table tennis it up with her. I agree. I agree. Um, 
there is so there's no promise that Toto will be the first grade assigned to Yuji, but he believes it to be destiny. Now this is funny. May breaks the news that if you recommend him, you can't accompany now, him. Now he was beating her ass before this. Okay, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say he was it. not beating her he ass. He was whooping her. I think ass the score. I think out. the score was. The score ended eleven to five because she gave him the bad news about his brother. This, okay, arms. but what I'm the point that I'm making. He was up five to one. Is that is not even kicking ass? Well, yes. It, when you're up five to one and you're on that grind, it would be like okay, it would be like me and you playing. Mm-hmm. I'm up five to one against you, and I go, oh, we're just this no, is no, my. No. I go, oh, we're just getting started. You have no chance at all. So you go, hey, Chad, just found out. Your family just died in a plane crash. No, if I if I'm okay, and then, and then you're like, but we got to finish this game. That would it would be just like, and now I am just absolutely devastated. So you, of course you come back and beat me eleven to five. I don't score another point because I just found out my family died in a fiery plane crash. Well, it's funny. Real ping pong players would be able to persevere through that news. Well, this is his brother we're talking about. When okay? you're on when you're on the table tennis court. You just got to block out your surroundings, and you got to get that one purpose done. Sounds now like the, you are not that time. The type animation of here is incredible. I don't know why they focus so much on it, but I loved it. Yeah, the I best was so part angry. was the. Um, as a veteran ping pong player myself, the best part was taking the time to show the ball bouncing underneath the table. Yeah, that is one of the biggest struggles in ping pong because it's like, oh, oh, wow, where's it? Is it coming on my side? Is it on your side? Where's it at? It's a very good ASMR sound too. It really is. But yeah, I mean, that breaks Toto's heart. I miss their friendship. May kicks his ass in ping pong after breaking his heart. And we cut a creepy lady is following Nobara. She asked if she was the one with Itadori earlier, and then we go to the OP, Chad. This is where it says the Shibuya incident, by the way. Yep. What did you think of the OP? The song... It's pretty good. It's not it's not at the top of my list for me, but it, it works perfect with the yes. artwork. That's what I had right here. I said, I don't know if I would t- typically describe the song as a banger, but with these particular individual or visuals, it kind of oh, is. Dude, yes. It goes so... Pr- these visuals are amazing. Yeah, the I feel whole, like JJK always knocks it out of the park. The whole me. nighttime red glare thing going on. Mm-hmm. Very spooky vibes. Yeah, it does seem like this incident is going to be an incident. You know what I mean? And I was just excited to see all the characters again, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Just all of them. I was like, ah, here the here the oh there there he is, the little the little shrimp guy that swims in the beach. We still don't know what that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> so we come back. The two girls have gone to get some food. Turns out this young woman went through a slimmeroo herself. My God, dude. And also got tall, which is the part I'm still working on. Now I just don't see how this Yankee candle turned into this. She did she does not look the same. I this is fake. This yep. is almost fake news. Trust me, we are going to talk about it. I also have a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a crush on crush on Yuji. Her name is Yuko. And all these girls, man, all these girls in shows. Now, this sounds a little bit like Chad, but I'm getting sick and tired of it. All right. In the shows, in real life, they all just play games. Mm-hmm. We talk about this on our Patreon a lot. Okay. Nobara 
instead of just texting Yuji to figure this whole situation out, she makes it way more complicated and just, like gets Megumi rerouted back to her. Yep. My guy was just trying to go catch a nap. Now he's got to go meet up at this restaurant because she called the driver who, for whatever reason, she has the authority to just boss around. He's the one in the car. <laughs> right, he just right, popped right. a Yui and Fushi didn't know until he got out of the car. It's ridiculous. But I was glad Fushi came because, oh, we got another guy on the scene. He right. at least will help out. He didn't help as much as I had hoped. Then... Uh, Nobara immediately says that she herself is not interested in Yuji, but there was something. Her heart skips a beat a there little. There was something going on there. All right. Do you, th- you think she's got something for Yuji? I don't, I don't think, think so. so no. I think she clears it up here in a second. I think she has a thought, and I About won't get it. ahead of myself, but it would also be a reason to have your heart skip a beat. So Megumi arrives where he is asked if Yuji has a girlfriend and he responds exactly how I would after being once again rerouted from a nap. He says, huh? (laughs) But after hearing more, he's actually pretty cool. He goes, definitely not. He moved to Tokyo. No problem. He's got a titty poster in his room. He is available. Right. Now, that is a good friend. That's a good friend right there, making it clear, putting it out there. Although, talking about the poster, is, I think it's right in the middle. Okay, If you went a little too far, started talking Mm -hmm. about his porn stash, that's dick. But it's just a poster, so it works. Right, the poster is more just saying, like, he's available, he's very much interested in women. Yeah, because the girl, if he was having girls over, he wouldn't have that poster. Yes, he's a young, hungry man who is looking for the compassion of a woman. Now, Nobara absolutely slams people like Chad everywhere. when she Yeah, she just slams you. When she asks Fushi if he is drinking black coffee to show off, that's what they're all doing, Nobara. No, that is not. That's what they are all doing. They think that they're showing off. They think that they're, oh, they're like, oh, yeah, they make a big show of it. No, you know what's showing off, Ronnie? And trust me, I did a lot of showing off today at the swimming pool. You go to the swimming pool, okay? You hop on in. You swim around for a bit. There's a ladder to get out. What do you do? You get out of the pool right beside the ladder. You pull yourself out. That is showing off. That's also, yeah, that's also very lame. I did it multiple times. You know why, too? Why am I going to use a ladder when I can just pull myself out? Uh, I need my mobility to stay at 100% at all times. Here's for all you people who are also tired of these black coffee elitists. Oh, he's bringing it back to black coffee. Here's how you catch them right red-handed in the act. Okay, I've mastered this because everyone around me. never done this to me. For whatever reason, everyone thinks it's so original that they drink black coffee, even though so many people are doing it. Here's what you do. You go to like an IHOP, somewhere like that, where they all re- like IHOP does not make special coffee. It's not a Starbucks. You don't have to order it ex- exactly how you're going to take it. They just bring you coffee. All right. When you're at an IHOP and the person they order coffee and they go and I'll just have a coffee black. Boom, you caught them. Because right look around the table. You got your sugar there. They're going to bring <laughs> out the creamers. So when they do it, the waitress doesn't care at all. You're just showing off. And I've caught many black coffee elitist like that and i'll never let them hear the end of it i say hey guess what the waitress she does not care she's just gonna bring you the coffee you doctor it up how you want 
I'm, I imagine that the waitress goes to the back and says, oh, we got a black coffee drawer. We got one of them. This no, guy's cool. Not how she says it. She goes back and she goes, we got another one. Oh, so cool. Amazing. Sick and tired of you people. So when Itadori shows up, they do a side-by-side <laughs> of what of what this Yuko girl looks like now versus what I believe they said was six months ago. Okay, okay, I and I have a name for her. And it's hysterical. What is I your call, name? I call the six-month-ago mm-hmm. Yuko the human girth worm. Whoa, man. <laughs> what? I mean, no, too, yeah. so mean. <laughs> I'm just saying. She went from the human girth worm to a six-foot fine volleyball player. <laughs> yeah. I mean, either it is the greatest glow-up of all time or my theory that I think is 100% true, there is some cursed energy at play here. Something, something's got to go. This is not the same person. And the fact that Yuji recognizes her, come on. Come the, on. Yes, right here. Right here. <laughs> Itadori recognizes this girl based purely off looks to which I call bullshit. Now, this is a straight-up power move, though, that he remembers her. Because, well, no, were, it's, we can't even it. consider it. It's bullshit. They missed us. If she had said something, if she had written something down, I would have been like, oh, wow, Yuji, what a kind heart. But just by looking at her and going, oh, I don't even think, I think she's wearing contact lenses that changed her eye color. She looks nothing like her. Yeah, nothing. Absolutely Maybe if he had sniffed the air and she's wearing the same perfume she used to and he was like, oh, oh, it's you? But that's not what happens. He just goes, oh, yeah. (laughs) He goes, oh, the the four foot eight black haired 300 pound honey bun girth eating worm. girth worm it's the is the same girl as the six foot two volleyball playing brown haired different colored eyed different face complexion coffee sipping woman i'm staring at now of course six months ago that's awesome that's hilarious can't believe it we go to a flashback now not for not to brag or anything but i did go from in seventh grade, the height of five five to six foot two in ninth grade. From what was that time period? It was like a fourteen month time period. Sixteen month. Five five to six one? Is that what you said? No, no, no. Five foot four to like six three and Okay, so now it changes. And the craziest part, he lost twenty pounds in yep. that time frame as well. So some high school pl- kids are playing a game as old as time itself called Who Would You Do? All right? And we jump right into this ongoing game. Itadori plays the game the way that w- that one lame friend in your group mm-hmm. always plays it. That you're like, oh, he doesn't like girls. Yeah, That's what I always because think. Because they go, uh, no one really. That's not the game. All right? The guy who answers like that can chill out. Because never in the history of time has someone been playing who would you do, answered the question, and then started doing that said person 30 seconds later. It's not a concern, okay? So play the game right. He then goes, if he had to pick, he would go with Ozawa. And the guys give him some grief for this pick, but uh, 
I, I thought he was going to say the human girth worm, but he just ends up saying Ozawa. He says her name, which yeah. I thought was very kind, but then he lies. And I did not think that that was very kind because he says he didn't even notice she was a big girl. He just thinks <sighs> of the way she eats and her handwriting and stuff and stuff. He says and stuff are super nice. Now, when I get a woman, Ronnie, and that time is coming. Yeah. Okay. The next 24 to 48 months, I think it's going to happen. She better be an eater. When me when mm-hmm. we go get steaks and stuff, we are chowing down, Ronnie. We are chowing down. So I do like his answer there. I like a woman that wants to eat, boy. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't, because if she's too big, then you'll say something about it. Because you're not, you just like to say, oh, she likes to eat. You don't have to, just because you eat doesn't mean you're big. No, it doesn't, but the way that you're uh, referring to it as, she would be big. And that's fine. But look, if Itadori's, you can be into bigger girls, but what's insulting is acting like you don't see it at all. If he just said, oh yeah, she's bigger, I don't care. She, I like that she eats and she's uh, she's got maybe, nice maybe, handwriting. Okay, and she's well, maybe, super nice. Maybe Ronnie, he doesn't see color. He doesn't see weight. He doesn't see all the unnecessary things of a person. He just sees her heart for what it is. No, and that's what they're trying to portray. But they're doing it in a way and, that's unbelievable. And I also think Itadori is just straight up oblivious. That's just him. Yeah. It's just showing how kind of dumb he is. So too. oblivious, but yet you put this girl looking completely different in front of him. <laughs> six months later, he knows exactly who it is. By the way, this girl, she seemed very nice in the past, too. So I'm fine with the answer. Oh, yeah. She seems like an awesome person. But don't be like, wait. You're saying she weighs over 200 pounds? I never noticed. (laughs) Huh. We cut back to present. It seems like Itadori walked her to the train. This was very weird. Walked her to the train. I don't think he had a clue that she liked him. They didn't no, exchange he, numbers. Well, I mean, why would he, you know? Why would he have that clue? He he could have just thought... Well, because she was... I'm, uh, I'm assuming she wasn't hiding it very well. Right, but... It just showed how oblivious he is. He doesn't really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's I, so out of the blue, he's probably just like, what? This is, once again, another... I'm mad at Nobara and Megumi. Because they just yeah. let this happen. If one of you pull him to the side and be like, hey, do you like this girl? Because she kind of... She tracked me down. She really likes you. But no, they just let him but all, walk yeah. her to a train. But, but it's also, also him walking her to the train, they're probably like, oh, it's going to happen. And then it just... You know, but also super weird that he didn't get her number either. He's just like, ah, <laughs> like imagine this. They go, ah, oh, we were such good friends in high school six months ago. We just never, we never exchanged information. But it's so cool that we ran into each other right now. And you ran into my friends, and you walk to the train. And you go, all right, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll do this again in two years. Have a good one. Stay the same. Yeah. You always have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobara is pissed at the idea that Itadori might get a girlfriend before she gets a boyfriend, which is why I think she's not helping as much as she could be. Mm-hmm. That's why I think she's being and a bad friend. That's why a lot of women are like that, I believe. I think a guy will be like that, too. No. I think so. Brother, if a girl came up to me and said, hey, I think I didn't say cute. I didn't say my guy. Yeah, but these this is his guy and his girl. <laughs> 
Like these are his people. Are they? I don't know anymore. I know. But brother, if a girl came up to me and said, "Hey, I think Ronnie Coleman." Yeah. I he kind of tickles my fancy. I'll say, "I got you, girl. I got you." You Let better me. lead me to her like a blind mm-hmm. man. Be like, "You just pretend like you're a honey bun over there and I will get my brother to come chow down." Sure. That's exactly what, what I would say. Whatever it takes. So yeah, it's just a it's a misconnection. It's upsetting to see. Itadori then he rejoins, tries to trick them into going to see the movie. I do you think they went? No. And that makes me sad too. Someone be a good friend to Itadori. Yeah, he's passionate right about it. We go to the calling car, we come back with uh Udahime, who was the girl that Gojo talked into helping uh investigate a traitor from Kyoto. This is the main part of the episode where rewatch would have helped anyone who did not rewatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's at a parking garage with our main three who know from Gojo about the people leaking intel. They think there are two or more people in contact with the curse users. One will be higher up than the principal and then another Which, passing yeah. the info to the higher up. And they're basically saying the higher up they'll never they can never do anything about it. So they gotta go from the bottom of the source. Now it turns out Urahime, she's been doing some good investigative work. She knows who the mole is. And it is we cut. We cut to Miwa, the blue haired girl whose name I totally remembered, and I did not initially put in my notes. I could not tell you this girl's name if you gave me a million dollars for getting it right. And Miwa is such a cool name. I knew, here's the thing, I knew that it started with an M, because all I remember near the end of season one is we were being introduced to all these characters from Kyoto, and I, like, counted, and there were, like, nine different characters that names started with M's. It's ridiculous. Speaking of, she walks up to Mekamaru. Mekamaru. She needs him to turn in a notebook, but he says he's sleeping, and by God, he's going to do it right this second. We then cut back. Urahime goes to the basement where Mekamaru's body is located, which immediately has me scared because I remember the horror show that was his condition. I know. It is just the worst you could get. Mm -hmm. Can't even step out into the sunlight. So it turns out her investigative work was exhaustive because she landed on him purely by the process of elimination, which I assume took a while. Yeah, that's kind of insane that she... That shows, I mean, she went through every single person, but that also shows that everyone's pretty innocent because as we see here, even him, he's not necessarily even a bad guy. Right, he just got caught up in a bad situation. Yeah. A few bad situations, I'd say. Um, They start walking down a hallway. She starts giving us some info on him. His technique is puppet manipulation, and thanks to his heavenly pact, the range he can manipulate puppets it extends throughout all of Japan. She goes on to say he could potentially have unregistered puppets. Now, that is a dirty game, the unregistered yeah. puppet community. How many puppeteers do you think have unregistered puppets? Out in the I'm scared USA? to know. you got to watch out for those puppeteers, mm-hmm. especially when she goes on to say some of them could be the size of mosquitoes. That's terrifying. That is absolutely terrifying. I mean, obviously, that's more for spy situations, but imagine a mosquito like getting in your ear or Ugh. getting up your nose. Ugh. Oh, man. And he's just, I mean, he 
he could be spying on a bunch of women just going in their clothing yes. and stuff. It's disgusting to think about. It's disgusting. It's really gross. Turns out Mechamaru wasn't taking a nap. He knew they were coming. They do some fancy cutting back and forth to where it seemed like the crew was getting ready to walk in on him. But no. Who's actually walking in on Mechamaru in his secondary location is none other than Ghetto and our old friend Mahito, who wants to kill him. He wants him dead. Ghetto says they can't do that yet because they've agreed to cooperate with each other so Mechamaru will provide information. It's the pact. They made a pact. And it's kind of interesting that Mahito doesn't even, he doesn't know the consequences that well of a pact. Like, Ghetto yeah. has to be like, dude, you don't, if you break this, something really bad might actually happen. Right. Yeah, because we're getting there. But, I mean, this guy, Mechamaru, he's sitting in a bathtub, missing an arm from the elbow down, down bandaged up everywhere else he has six iv bags and then approximately 30 industrial tubes that connect somewhere in the bathtub what a life if i was him i would be doing anything i could to be killed not to be brought back to some sort of fake life that he's hoping for because the bad guy said in exchange for info they'll fix his body ghetto straight up says killing him comes after we fix him Yikes. Right. So they so the pact And they're they not do, they're not trying to hide that either. No. The pact is literally like we will we'll go through the pact, but as soon as it is, you know, concluded, you're dead. Yeah, they're not worried about him at all. Uh Ghetto wanted him to do some work for them in Shib or in Shibuya, but Shibuya. I and I don't know so that line, I don't know. So, so he's there's got to be some sort of past here, yeah, where they know, like, they're not hiding the fact that they want to kill him, but Mechamaru also wasn't hiding the fact that he's not down with their shit either. Yeah, they both don't like each other, so he, there was going to be problems no matter what. Yeah, they both don't like each other, they are strictly doing this, uh, because they need they both need something in return. And I'm not gonna lie, I would probably do the same thing if I were him. Yeah. I would have want my body back. Well, especially since part of the hostility comes uh, right here where Mechamaru says that they broke the pact first because they said they wouldn't lay a hand on the kids from the Kyoto school. And this is in reference to the big Hanami battle from last right. season. And they use the good old loophole saying they technically weren't the ones that did it. It was Hanami. Mm -hmm. But that's part of the squad. That's part of the evil, right. but, evil so, crew. But I guess it doesn't break the pact. Because it was not on in the contract. By the way, thank you for being, you know, we're not on video, but I appreciate you dressing to impress today with your Jujutsu Kaisen shirt. You're welcome. Uh, real quick, I, I also should have a Jujutsu Kaisen shirt that is much cooler than that one. But I ordered it from Uniqlo, and they took my money, and then they didn't send the package. Get wrecked. And there was no tracking available. I could not reach out to anyone in customer service, and so I'm sad because it was a really God. It was such a cool shirt, but I don't have it, and it kind of burned me. So now I've looked at cooler shirts other places, but they're not as cool as the one on the Uniqlo website. Is it still on there? I might I, buy it. I haven't checked. <laughs> I haven't checked. I don't know if I'm buying your story, brother. Um, oh, I'll, sh I'll go back a year and show you where that money was definitely taken from my account. 
So Mahito wants to turn Mechamaru into a caterpillar, which is one of the most disrespectful things you can turn a person into. Yeah. The only more disrespectful would maybe be like an earthworm. Yep. We're on the same page Mm -hmm. there. Geto explains that a pact with others, this is what you were talking about, is very different than a pact made with oneself. The first being the uncertain nature of the penalty. Um, basically saying like, if you make a pact with yourself, if you use this, use the power to gain some abilities and progress in your training, if you break the pact, all that just poof goes away. Whereas if you do it with someone else, who knows what's going to happen. It's just going to be chaos. So Mahito begrudgingly walks up, does idle transfiguration, fixing his body. And um, and he's freaking beautiful. Uh-huh. He's a beautiful looking guy. Here's the thing, man. He's fine. I don't want to fall into this trap where a lot of times, I'm trying to think what we did recently. He is a He's a gorgeous guy. He's one of the... He's not gorgeous. I'm going to say I it right now. Is. He's not gorgeous. He's got a good-looking body. It's not that good. Face. He's scrawny. Very right, scrawny. Dude. You know what, Ronnie? I'm just saying this we can't. What, this is why you don't have a girl. He's. You, I mean, oh, your standards are so high. No, he's a. That's not true at all. I'm just saying we call pl- plenty of people beautiful and like handsome. As, as like Megumi's dad from the first few episodes. Like, when I saw him, I was like, oh, wow. I wouldn't say handsome. I would say he is sexy. Okay, you can say whatever word you want, but I'm just saying he was a different class of attraction than this guy is. But, okay, you're also, when I, and now this is going to be guy here saying it. He's a 16 or 17-year-old. He is a very handsome 16 or 17-year-old. You're not, you're not. No, 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 he's not handsome. What he's got, what he's got, he's got model good looks. He could be a model. Okay, whatever. He could be a model. He could be a model, but he's not gorgeous. I'm not okay, saying those most models... models are. So I mean, I don't no, know. No, no. See, you are one of these fools who just goes, "Oh wow, they're paid to be handsome. Oh, if they're a model, they're handsome because well, why else would they be model? No, models nowadays they got to have a certain je ne sais quoi. Okay, they got to have a little something else to them. They got to be a little more interesting. They might not have the typical handsome features. I'm not saying this guy's modeling suits. I'm saying okay, he's so they, he's modeling okay, okay. for like ripped jeans. Yeah, this jeans. guy is fucking. This guy is disgustingly ugly. This is the human girth worm. No. This, then what are you saying? I'm so confused. I'm saying he's got the type of body that emo chicks would be all over him. Yeah. Maybe I'm into that, Ronnie. All right. Maybe I like emo guys. Then don't. But don't call him. Like first class handsome. <laughs> I did not use the term first class Dude. handsome. <laughs> what class? You did say handsome. He's not a first grade handsome. He's a semi. He's a semi first grade handsome. Okay. I think he's pretty or cute. Those are the two things you can call him. He's fine. He needs he needs a little weight on him. Jesus. I mean, he's the second prettiest in Kyoto school. Behind Toto, I think Toto is a good, very. Are you just talking guys? Yeah, just guys. Well, who else is? I think you're cheating. Who else is in the Kyoto school? (laughs) (laughs) It's just. Is it just them? Is it just them and Lobes, Lobie? Yeah, and that's my point. Lobie bullrings. All right. Would you put Lobie in front of him? Since no. Okay. I would not, but I think my point stands. He's. You made too big of a deal out of them. If there's guys that are already 
If there's, I would say he's better looking than Yuji. I think I would, if I had to date a 17 year old boy, I think I would date him over Yuji. I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. Everyone, get in the comments. Let us know what you think. What a bad take. All right. So now it's time to fight. He brings out a bunch of Mecha Marus. Mahito refuses Geto's help, which seems fine to start off with because he is just kicking ass. But he just used the robots to escape. It's a trick. He's gone. But then again, not so fast because we get an explosion from below. Oh, yeah. Now we're outside. Unregistered puppet, if you ask me. Yeah, you're telling me. A giant robot comes from the ocean. And then they give us two seconds to read all this. I had to go back and pause it because it was too long of a caption. Here's what it said. This robot is... Ultimate Mechamaru, mode, absolute, in quotations, armored puppet, ultimate Mechamaru, prototype zero. A lot of words. Mahito, not concerned at all, knows that the real body is in this Megazord type thing. I don't even know. It's huge. It's freaking huge. It's too, yeah. Here's the thing about a, uh, a Megazord of this size. You need a few more people operating it. It's too much for one man. This is what stinks about this situation here. You need the Power Rangers. He, as soon as this happens, he has to fight off Mahito and Geto. Mm-hmm. But the only thing he's thinking about is relaying the info to Gojo. So yes. he, he is a good guy. He literally was like, oh, I got my body now. Now I just need to tell Gojo this is what's happening. The only problem is... Mm. The only problem is he is a grade two, I think. I think he's classified as a grade two, maybe a grade... I don't believe he's a grade one. But how is he supposed to stop a special grade Mahito and then obviously Geto, who was a special grade sorcerer? Right. He kind of has no chance. He's kind of done. I don't know if he's a good guy. He's a fine guy. He's a good-looking man. He betrayed a lot of people to get his body back. He wasn't exactly the type to jump on a grenade. I'm just saying, man. He he jumped on a grenade the day he was born, Ronnie. I'm just saying. (laughs) I don't know if I'm giving him a statue yet. All right, let's see what he does from here. Because it seems like he... Yes, as soon as he got his body, he's like, I need to go tell Gojo... But he was willing to... So you're saying if he dies right here, you're not burying him in a golden casket? Heck no. Okay. Are you? I'm thinking about it. I haven't made a decision yet. We'll keep his body in the cryo chamber before we, before oh we build up Oh my God. What a crazy person you are. You're the type of guy, you're going to betray... You're going to betray me. And then you're going to think that I'm going to bury you in a golden casket after like my, my children are murdered because of the information you gave my enemies. But then you're going to have a note that's like, I was trying to let you know before he was trying. (laughs) Does he make it out of this situation? I don't see how. Yeah. So let's get to the end. We'll talk about that. Cause like you said, his goal, talk to Gojo, tell him about the Shibuya plot. So, um, okay. Also right here, you also made a vital mistake, and I didn't realize until right now calling him a good guy. He even says it. I don't think I put these words in his mouth. He wants to tell Gojo about the Shibuya plot, not because he's worried 
about the Shibuya plot, he says, so he will protect me. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. So he's not worried about Gojo stopping the thing. He just wants to be able to tell Gojo so Gojo will then protect him from the yeah. bad guys coming after him. Maybe he's not the best. Okay, we just had to read a little further into the notes. But he knows he has to take Mahito out first. Um, he sends a blast at Mah- Mahito. What was... Th- the thing that confused me was the year thing. Did you catch that? I did not catch that. I don't know if that was some sort of like he was giving up years of his life to get enough energy to blast at him. Mm. I, I don't know. End of episode. And then, so do I think he's going to get out of this? It doesn't seem like it. No, it's... I think for the story to procur- to progress, he's not going to get out of it. He dies. And then, yeah, that they're not going to be warned. It's going to be a... You know, blind side, right? Much. Um, I mean, just the fact that he's not strong enough to take on—he's not strong enough to take on Mahito, much less Ghetto if he gets involved. Yeah, I mean, if Ghetto gets involved, he's dead instantly. The only hope he has at all is the fact that Udahime and the others are looking for him. You're right. So he might somehow escape. I don't if know. If there's some way for her to know where to maybe pinpoint his secondary location, they see something going down. They get Gojo over there. Maybe we got a little confrontation that can have him walking out, but it doesn't seem good. How did you like the end credits? End credits were solid. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It didn't. It wasn't anything too crazy, but I feel like JJK just does a good job of the openings and endings. I could watch them every time. I agree. Fun. Well. Watching them every time, that'd be a crazy person oh, thing so to do. so you don't agree. So don't say you agree when well, you Well, I agree. agree that they do a good job, but then you kept talking as I was getting ready to say my, I agree, my okay. agreement. I agree on that statement. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine watching now, it, the end credits every single time. It is fun, though. It's, next episode's going to be good, I feel. It's a good set. Yeah, I just feel like the whole arc is going to be good. Yeah. The whole season. I'm very excited for it. I'm, yeah. I want Ghetto and Gojo come face to face again just to see yeah i mean to me shock. that's the most interesting part now after the uh the little prequel thing we had i am glad to have itadori and the other students back but it still doesn't change the fact that like i find ghetto to be the most interesting character i find him and gojo's relationship to be the most interesting thing going on because he's been sneaking around like no one knows that he's like a alive i think and it's just crazy to see how much of an evil guy he is now because even when we saw him like it just shows how far he's been i think he's just lost because at the very tail end of the prequel like he's gone bad but he's not acting like the way he is acting where he's kind of like cocky and flippant now it was like he had a goal and now it's almost like he still has that goal, but he's also having a little bit too much fun. Yeah. For Cause, sh- well, yeah, because it's like he f- he found what he really was meant to do. Like, well, it's, a, it's a weird... Uh, it's kind of dis- just a disturbing twist on well, his mind. It's like what your parents say, careful who you hang out with. And he's been hanging out with Mahito, who is not a good influence. And negative thoughts, dude. You get negative thoughts in your head, you got to make sure you squash them soon. Because if you just let them fester up, you never know what your uh, your true mindset will be. Right. In the like future. the ghetto I know when he broke bad last time, he's just trying to kill people, right? He's just trying to kill people to get closer to his goal. But now we see a ghetto 
who the only reason he's not letting his friends turn this person into a caterpillar is because of the pact. That's the only reason. Right. Whereas you know, a few years ago, I think he would have been like, no, it's a waste of time. We just got to kill him, keep working towards our goal. See what yeah. I mean? And he he likes sorcerers. That's like his thing. He doesn't like, he likes, he hates non-sorcerers. He kind of likes sorcerers, but now it's just, it seems like he doesn't even care about that anymore. Well, yeah, that's he's also gotta go some, through that to, to right, reach his That's goal what yet. happened also throughout the years as he realized exactly that to do what he wants, he's got to fight all these sorcerers who are fighting for good or whatnot. So, but yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, once again, check out the Patreon link in the description as well as our social medias. You got anything else? I think that about covers it. Cool. We'll talk with you next week. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.